ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, when it's time, money crying. I got the ring, I'm the champ, I'm the GP of the lamp. Okay, let's go smoke that joint. Oh, you didn't, oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! What up, what up? Back at you for the Friday Wake and Bake. Oh, yeah, what is going down? We got Stranger in the house. Shout out to the Hootay Nation. What is going on, bro? Let's see. We got Minnesota Marty. What up? Anthony Uncle Buck, he said, yo, still here at work, though. Glad you made it, homie. Glad you made it, bro. Hey, hey. We got both Martys in the house. Canada Marty in the house. What up, homie? All right, and Derek in the house. Salute. What is going down? Let's smoke it up. I pulled out uh, some silver, uh, super silver haze right now for the session with you guys. And uh, let's smoke it up. Let's smoke it up. All right. What's everybody smoking on this morning? What is everyone smoking on this morning? We're going to stay lit. On this Friday, we got a Silver Screen Breakdown episode today, and we are doing Scream 6, so get ready. That is going to be a good one with our man Nelly Nell. Hell yeah. Derek said Super Silver Haze Nice has had ain't heard that in a minute. Man, it is so good. Let me, uh, let me see if I can get a nug. I'll kind of do the justice here. been picking out a lot of these. Oh, man, it's just super, super light green. Got the orangish yellow, like hairs, just super, super fire. And dang it, Derek said, can't smoke right now. I'm working. Hey, I feel it, bro. You, we can, uh, you can live vicariously through me. All right, let's smoke it up. And Bogey said he'll be in here in a few. So let's get ready. But yeah, silver screen breakdowns. Uh, okay, so now for the for the podcast, hopefully you guys are listening in podcast form or at least downloading on the Silver Screen Breakdowns. What I'm going to do is uh, we're going to chop down the videos into our increments or our um, podcasts or whatever. And because, uh, yeah, maybe some people don't listen because they see like three hours or whatever, two and a half hours. Like, damn, this is a big commitment. So I think we're going to start um, breaking it down 
into uh, we're gonna start breaking it down into sections. Gonna be cool. Gonna be cool. <laughs> Derek said I work from home, but I can't function like you, Huss. <laughs> At work while I smoke, I just have to be chilling, not doing jack unless it's fantasy. I feel it, bro. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, I mean, I guess. I mean, it's not just about, I guess, smoking for so long. It's about smoking good shit for so long. Because, man, I've been called out multiple times for, like, being high, like, working at jobs. But it's always, like, I'm doing really good, but they can just tell that I'm high. But, uh, you know, we're just super on point with everything. Yeah, I remember Verizon was one of those ones. (coughs) I would get super stoned. And go in there and just help people <coughs> help people either get their plans fixed right. Back when there wasn't uh <coughs> back when there was like now there's like no options on plans. You just got like unlimited everything. It's just all about the internet. Back then it was all about the minutes and the and the text messages. Crazy how everything like changed. Yeah, that was a that was a fun time working at Verizon. That was like ten years ago, more than ten years ago. At uh, at this point, all right. Let's see what else do we got. What kind of news came in? What kind of fantasy news came in? Um, oh, we were uh, well, not we. But uh, Stevie B and uh, and Bogey, they were talking about Samaje P Ryan last night, and he was one, he was one of the people that I seen, um, you know, just with the updates. I did expect him to have a very significant role in uh, in the offense. I don't like it for Javante, but it is expected though. Sean Payton always deploying multiple running backs. That's one of the things that uh, we're always going to have to deal with, but I'd rather Javante stay healthy. And has anybody seen, am I on the clock anywhere? If I'm on the clock in any of these best ball divisions or any of these dynasty drafts, let me know so I could go knock it out. And uh, hey, hey, just like the wizard he is, Bogart Scott Freeze in the building. Can you dig it? Dig it, sucker! Man, it's crazy because you're playing a song, but that dude, one of the neighbors that got that Shelby over here, he drives that shit every day. <laughs> I heard it like I heard some kind of car. You heard it, right? That's in in my, it's fucking, yeah. it's bro. I swear. To did God. he drive by or did he just like fire it he, up? He drove by. Okay, that shit was loud. <laughs> yeah, and then like when the song was done, you might have still heard him. Heard him, but because but now he was down the street and like you know he, he was on that straightaway going. He's going ham. Yeah, but yeah, like it's crazy because it's like first of all, it's white dude, right? Uh-huh. It's definitely Nicolas Cage, right? Yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, Eleanor's like one of the baddest cars ever. I didn't, you know, I didn't know the Shelby, the Shelby. They made a bunch of shit, bro. Like they made the Camaro too. They made a, they made some Shelby Corvettes. 
I think they made like a handful of Shelby Corvettes actually. Like, and have you seen that movie? Uh, Gone in sixty. Ford versus Ferrari or whatever. No, and I heard that movie was badass. Yeah, it's pretty dope. I mean, it's long. There's slow parts, you know, in it. Like that's one of the things. Like super long. I mean, it's such a big story, you know, behind it. But uh, yeah, the Shelby. He's just all about. He's like he's like Tim Taylor in uh, in fucking uh, Home Improvement. Give that more power. <laughs> right. I mean, they had to compete with the Italians, right? Yeah, which they were just, I don't know. I, the, the Italians were just a different beast when it came to, like, ingenuity. And it yeah. was like, yeah, it was like them and the Germans, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, Beamers and fucking Ferraris, right? Like those were Yeah, Beamers, Benzes, Ferraris, Lambos. I think the... And Dennis said, I thought that Shelby was only Ford. I thought Shelby did uh, Corvette. Somebody fact check me on that. Because I could have swore they did uh, Corvettes, too. Which is Chevrolet, but I'm just saying, like, watch. I got, uh, what is it called? My son, one of his grandpas gave me, oh, yeah, dust off your shoes, baby. Dust it off, make sure there's no bugs in there. Um, It's crazy because, okay, so he did, it wasn't just Ford, because literally the first thing when I popped up, Shelby what Corvette. cars did Shelby make? It was, uh, what cars did Shelby make for Dodge? So, okay, so oh wow, I didn't see, I didn't even know they made joints for Dodge, too. Yeah, Dodge Daytona, I guess, was a Shelby. Oh, okay, yeah, the Daytonas. Wow, I didn't know that. And like, I Ooh, mean, the Shelby Charger, there we go. So, it is one of those. So, okay. it might have just been, I mean, maybe they're like outsourcing him out, you know, just well, I mean, he's not with Ford, right? Like, I yeah, mean, no, I mean, it's do you remember in the 90s? That, that they start doing that a lot too, like you see, like the Eddie Bauer edition. You know what I mean? Yeah, everyone's licensing shit. Yeah, like you, I remember it was like the Ford Explorer is like the Eddie Bauer edition, and then it had like the code on the side. Uh-huh. My mom had one of those. You know what I mean? Nice. But it had the code in the door panel. Yeah. Okay. So you never had to have the key for real. Oh, yeah. I thought that shit yeah, was tight. Did. That was like before the whole fucking, you know, the uh, push to start or whatever. For sure. Yeah, but this was for like uh, in case she fucking, and then after it, they got rid of the door panels, the the and then they had it like on star. Remember, we're like, hey, I locked. You called. I locked my keys in the car. And like, where are you? And then you just unlock it from like satellite or whatever. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How stupid is that though? You need to hack into somebody's shit these days. I mean, I guess you would have to be a person of interest, but. Well, I mean, shit. I mean, look at Gone in 60 Seconds. We're talking about that. Like, they were cutting edge. Mirror Man, he does amazing things with electronics, you know? And they were doing right. uh, getting the, the frequencies for the garage door openers and shit. Yeah. Like he was like, man, we got to do it old school. He hops out the car. <laughs> Fuck, give me the screwdriver. <laughs> but now, nah, Fred was still the dopest guy. He was like, hey, what, is, what does Gilligan do here? <laughs> Gilligan <laughs> actually Freb, and uh, Freb can order pizzas like nobody's business. <laughs> he was about to get All a right, Freb. He was like, people got to eat, right? <laughs> the one dude pulls up. He was still no cars, but he pulls up. He had he's not even on the list, bro. That's who it was. It was Freb. Oh, it's Freb. Can't, 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 I can only order pizzas, huh? Boosted it myself. <laughs> so wait, let me hold on. Let me get this straight. So that his parents couldn't decide between like Jeb and Fred. <laughs> what up, chill? Let's smoke it up. Freb. 
there we go. Stranger did some oh. uh, some investigating reporting with, with uh, for us. Shelby did the Skagletti Corvette. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, the Skagletti. Man, I'm I, I, mad. Really I, Shelby was just, it was all about the engines, right? Like, I mean, that's what mm-hmm. we mean. It, it, the end design, the design, like the body shape. There was like, yeah. you know what I mean? There was some, there was some modifications to make, let, let it be like, like, um, I guess they did so many, like after 2000, the, the GT, like 500s or whatever. Yeah. Those were super, super similar to like the regular body style. Yeah. But still different though, for sure. Shelby's a bad motherfucker. Yeah. It's funny because you know like crazy in uh, okay, that show Entourage. So they're they're making they're making a, a well, I mean like it's a, a TV show, I guess. They're on HBO, but it's more like, you know, it's a it's a series. And uh they they predicted this. Like Vince, he played uh he uh he 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 did a movie uh, as Mario Andretti or whatever, and I, I forget the which racer. yeah. And uh yeah, hey, are they coming out with a Days of Thunder? Are they are they bringing that thing back? I don't know. Because I heard like from the success of fucking Top Gun Maverick. What up, Clock? What up, Clock? Yeah. And I guess with uh, I guess we can't count Tom Cruise out on uh, on any of that type of shit, right? Because him being uh, what the hell is? Uh... Hey, is Tom Cruise like seventy? <laughs> How old is Tom? No, Tom Cruise ain't older than my dad. No, I don't, there's no way. Is Tom that. Cruise my dad? He's got to be in his sixties. Uh, he just turned just turned or turning sixty one this year. Why are you being so glib, man? But uh, we can't we can't count anything uh, out for Tom Cruise because he's a Scientologist, you know, and it's all going to the uh, it's all going to them anyways. So like they'll make him they'll make him reboot some shit. I mean, man, you know, a movie they just rebooted, and I watched it just because I was kind of bored. And uh, working on some stuff. Uh, white man can't jump. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that shit's lame. Jack Carl. I can't stand that kid. The Jack white Carlo. The white Jack guy? Carlo or Carlo Jack Carlo. Yeah, whatever his name is. The white rapper from Kentucky that's blowing up. Okay. And yep. was, I think he's the guy that played. He played the white guy. It's pretty whack. It's, oh. uh, I, I already. I already knew it was going to kind of be, but now just if, if anybody tries to say that that movie's good, at least I can say I've seen it. And it is Do not got a hot, like, Hispanic chick in there? Nah, there's no Rosie in there. Come on. She's, uh, it, it's, it's a black chick who's his, uh, who's his girl. So, and then when he shows up to is the she, is, Did she go on Jeopardy at least? No, she's, uh. Uh, what is she? She's a dancer. So it's like she was living uh, Rosie's life in real life. <laughs> All wow. she, she's like a dancer and a performer, and uh, she doesn't like that he's playing basketball. As, she wants to. As a wee tyke, I used to think Rosie Perez was hot. As a, as a wee tyke, maybe because like she would always show her nibble. You know what I mean? <laughs> like she went about doing like a nude a nude scene per se. But like, remember in White Man Can't Jump, she's, there's that scene she's like in the tank top and her, her areola and nipples out. It's like, <laughs> there, I gave you nipple quince. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she was hot back in the day, right? And uh, uh, yeah, and uh, but yeah, something so about that, something about that Bronx New York accent that turns me on for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> like you ever read? Uh, I mean, she's Australian in real life, but when she played a. Uh, uh, Jordan's uh, girl, 
Jordan Belford's girl. That she was the Bronx, the Bronx Duchess. <coughs> Jordan, <laughs> not the Bronx, uh, Duchess of Beirut. Oh, okay, but she was hailing from the Bronx though in the movie. Right? Yeah, yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Oh, and a spoiler alert: she is in Scream Six. Oh, Margo. Yeah. Or whatever. Hey, she's so hot. <laughs> yeah. And see, Derek said it. Rosie was hot. Real talk. See? I mean, come, come on. on we're right? not talking about right now. We're to, I mean, yeah. I don't, I mean I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about Pineapple Express, Rosie Perez. <laughs> Kicks her in the pussy. Ah, Jesus. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked her in the pussy like a bit, like, like she had nads. Oh man, hey, I mean, that's hey, and I that shit's still it's still hurt for her, that's for sure. <laughs> yes, I would love the stovetop stuffing. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> and I kicked her in the pussy. <laughs> Chill, thanks for the super chat, homie. He said we like Jordan Love and Howell this year. He said sleepers, in my opinion. Well, for I mean, fantasy, yeah, because like Jordan Love. <laughs> He's going to be a part of a team where they're probably going to be losing a lot. They play in a division with some te- with two teams that are going to be scoring a lot of points, and their defense is whack. So he'll probably he'll be bad in real life, I'm assuming, but it will equate. I hate that word sleeper. I think the word sleeper is gets thrown around by people that pop up around June time and like you know and then they took you know they don't really pay attention to the offseason. They come out, hey man, Sam Howell's sleeper, bro. Like maybe maybe I think the word. That I prefer personally to use is just like undervalued, maybe, or like well, these undra- guys underdrafted because it's like these guys, no one's Jordan Love. People will probably look at him. He's going to be well, drafted like a low end. Both of these guys will be drafted as low end QB twos or high end QB threes. So let's say being drafted somewhere between, I mean, shit, even Trevor Lawrence last year was drafted as like the 17th QB, you know, off the board, like on average, not in yeah. dynasty. You know, but uh, so that that's just something to keep in mind. These guys are going to be going hella, hella late. Um, I, think Sam, I mean, uh, I think for Sam Howell, I like the I, I like the idea of him being with, with Eric Bieniemy. You know what I mean? Outside of that, it's like, you know, what I mean, it's hard to make a case outside of them just being like a run heavy team because I see that. You know what I mean? Like, Especially like when we get, I know Ron Rivera, he's not, he's not always the most honest when it comes to Gibson, but they said they are going to make an effort to get him more touches this year. Yeah. So it's like, imagine like you, you give the same amount of work you would to a B-Rob the mob. And then now you, you know, you got Antonio Banderas more in the mix, which would be they're similar. Shoot out. They're, they did, they're not going to be a shoot them out team. No, they, they're not going to want, unless, okay. <laughs> what's more likely? Sam Howell is subpar as a QB, or Sam Howell is going to surprise the fuck out of all of us being good. Right. Yeah, for sure. De- definitely not the surprising the fuck out of us. No. I mean, that, that will, if he if he comes out and he's If he like, comes out swinging, we're all surprised. If you know he's I mean? like, let, let's say, if he finishes as a top 12 QB in any of the first four weeks, I'd be surprised as fuck. Here's my thing, too, is that, like, if they're a team that's that's going to compete quote unquote or at least try but if you know if they're not they, that it, bad like that's the thing they're not that good but they're not no. that bad either <laughs> they're only a game out last year it's the defense uh, i mean even though they had shitty pieces ron rivera's just defensive minded coach and he's holding it down yeah and like you know bringing in eric the 
Yeah, he had Patrick Mahomes, so I, that's unfair to be like, oh, well now Sam Howell's looking. <laughs> he just had Patrick Mahomes, but like if you really look at Eric Bieniemy, he was the running backs coach for Andy <laughs> Reid before he became the like what did Alex Smith do with the Chiefs? Like maybe that's almost a better comp of what Sam. Yeah, Howell did, and right? like I mean, like, so if you tell me that four thousand yards is his ceiling, I, I won't argue that at all because that you know it took that was Alex Smith's ceiling. That last year he was with the Chiefs, you know what I mean? Like he and he throws that was the first time he ever touchdowns. went over four thousand in his career. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can he throw for twenty touchdowns? You know how? Like that's. I, I feel like if he goes over twenty, you know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he goes over twenty, but I would be impressed because I don't think he's going to go over twenty. But when they get in the red zone, they're going to be running it like crazy. Not yeah. you got two backs that you're going to be able to pound it in with. Yeah, I was gonna say I I think their 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 rushing attack. You know what I mean? If they. If, they really got to be losing these games to abandon the run. You know what I mean? Like right. even last year, uh, when you look at some of the some of the teams they beat, like they beat the Eagles. They ran the ball like forty plus times on them. You know what I mean? Because they were able to. That's if, the only way they're, really keep running, they're going to. That's the only way they're really going to win is if they're rushing the ball that much. Like if Sam Howell yeah. has to throw the ball forty times, they're not winning that game. And uh, look, watch the kick. This is kind of fun right here. Let's look at Sam Howell, that one game against Dallas last year. Because it was a game that counted for Dallas. They need, you know what I mean? They were, they were still seeding involved in that game, right? And Washington, they, they needed to win that game. And then they needed like Seattle and all, and like, you know, all these other things to happen for them to get in. But then all that shit didn't happen. But they definitely took care of business week 18 by beating um, Dallas. the coolest thing about uh, about his stats from that game is he threw for 169 yards. 69, dudes. <laughs> and I'm glad you brought 19, that up because his, 19, that game, if you if you watch that game, the defense put him in plenty of scoring. They they got him short fields. Okay. And he scored on those on those possessions. I mean, then they helped. One, one rushing uh, and one passing. Touchdown. Yeah. And so those are both on turnovers too. So that's why his, but, but it was crazy is that like when he needed to like to extend a drive and like keep the drive alive to not give them the ball back, he did. And that's how they closed the game out. So like, you know what I mean? Like I hate to extrapolate that, but remember when Patrick Mahomes played against Denver that one year in 20, 2017, that, that one game. Uh, I mean, it's and, uh, the only fucking game that he played. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, so it's all we got. But like, all we, yeah, it's all we got. <laughs> I mean, if Eric Bieniemy had to sit there and like, show me some tape of him, and they hear, here's the one game, he was like, I'll take the job. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's he's not that bad. <laughs> I mean, and Chill said Sam put up numbers at UNC. I mean, see, I'll never let anyone use that as an argument because you had to have put up numbers in college to, to get to the NFL <laughs> in general. And like, um, I mean, Brock Purdy put up numbers, right? But then, like, no, you know, no one will use that as the argument. But I would use that as the argument, like when it came to comparing him to Lance. Like, oh, look at the amount of games he started, right? Because then now yeah, I'm comparing experience, like just pure experience, right? Like this guy has years of experience as a starter, not Lance. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Sam Howell, um. I wanted him to. I wanted him to get the gig last year somehow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Him, uh, Matt Corral. Matt, see, this is what's funny. Matt Corral is a great example. Hey, Matt Corral was a bad motherfucker in college. 
You know what I mean? Came out. Yeah, I mean, where was he drafted? Where was he drafted in the? Uh... I mean, like fifth round. You know what I mean? So it's like it, it, it doesn't fucking matter because now, now, no matter how good he is, he ain't gonna get an opportunity. It's it's rough for him because of his draft capital. You know what I mean? I mean, like, shit. I bet Josh Rosen was doing good in college too. He's drafted. Yeah, he's one of the best. They did so bad that they drafted a QB again in the first round. <laughs> they were calling him the Aaron Rodgers of that class. Like they were, they were giving him Aaron Rodgers comps. Like he commands the line of scrimmage. He uh, he audibles with the best of them, and he goes into the NFL. And he happens to be behind the thirty-two ranked. Uh, he was behind the thirty-two ranked offensive line. Yeah, he spent his entire rookie year on his back. Yeah. Like a huddle. And then the next year he gets traded away to the Dolphins, and they have the 32nd ranked, you know what I mean? 32nd ranked run blocking line or pass pro line. That sucks. It sucks. (laughs) But shit happens, man. I mean, all these guys are talented. You know, it's really just like translating to where now everybody on every single team is the most talented college player. You know that they've been that they're going up against. Like it's just a level of competition. That's the difference. And like everybody's so good and everybody's so fast that if your brain can't catch up as a quarterback, like and you just don't understand the system, you know, turn into Vince Young. Catch up, quarterback, stink, Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> <laughs> Office Depot in the house. What up, bro? What up, Depot? But yeah, I'm uh, I, I am excited to see what Sam Howell can do. I mean, he's got Terry McLaurin, who's pretty much TV proof out there, so he's got uh, he's got a super right. good wide receiver. And then, like you know, you're gonna have this phenomenal run game to lean on. And if he could check it down, that the the yak schemes that that uh, uh, Eric B. Enemy is gonna is gonna draw up. Just to get the ball in his hand. That'd be nice if Robinson and Gibson were just getting pass work all year. Like, and I, I Robinson thought... and Robinson has that in his repertoire. Like, yeah. you know, what I mean, they, you know, when he was that, what was it? He was with Mac Jones, I think, a couple years. You know, not Mac Jones. Uh, uh, who was the quarterback for Bama after Mac Jones? Um, the little fucker, Bryce Young. You yeah, know what I mean, yeah, you'll check it down though. I mean, it's, all those Bama running backs are supposed to be able to catch. You know what I mean? Najee could catch. You know what I mean? Like. Running routes, maybe that's a different story. You know what I mean? But, yeah, just outright catching it out of the backfield. I mean. Because he only had 12 targets last year. Nine receptions, though. 75% catch rate. I mean, obviously. Hey. Uh, jump offs, but we still like it. Either way. <laughs> I mean. But yeah, what, what if we could triple that or quadruple that? Like, that would be insane. I think he I think he can get close to, like, I think he's, like, 35 catches. You know what I mean? I think that's his ceiling. Like, Shit, I mean, yeah, that's almost quadruple. Jonathan Taylor numbers right there when it comes to the cat, the passing game. You know what I mean? I mean, shit, even Derrick Henry got like 40 targets or something last year, and he's never getting fucking passes, so. Yeah. Um, I like, uh, really like the value, though, because like Sam Howell, I mean, I, I end up with a lot of Sam Howell as my, my third, fourth, you know what I mean? Like fourth, preferably. Right, but it's like you know, because then when you're talking about Sam Howell, you're talking about Baker Mayfield, and you're talking about you know, um, uh, 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 who's the other QB? Oh, Jordan Love. You know what I mean? Um, I mean, these, it's you know, when I was talking to Steamboat yesterday, because you know he's kind of popping his head back uh, above water again, and we're just going through like the QBs, and he's like, "Oh, it's really ugly this year, huh?" And I'm like, "Oh yeah," you know what I mean? Like it's really like super flex. It's it's really ugly. 
I mean, that's the thing, though. It's always really ugly when you get past, like, those top, like, 13, 14. Because, yeah, I mean, it's really only, like, the, the half of the and NFL then, QBs. And then you find – you might be the guy who finds a Geno, right? A Geno yeah. Smith of last year or, like, yeah. you know, uh, Danny Dumbass of last year. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Where maybe not on a per-game basis they have, like, the craziest ceiling, but, like, they had, like, these just tremendous floors. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sure, yeah. And see now those and now those guys are going way too. And those guys are up. And then like if you if you remember Derek Carr is one of those guys that got pulled up last year, and now he's kind of pulled down. He's kind of dropped down again. You know what I mean? Like, Dante Adams, like that shot him. Like some people were drafting him as top twelve at the position because. And look how good it sound, huh? They're like you got Devontae Adams, and you already had Darren Waller and Hunter Renfro, bro. Yes, not to mention Josh Jacobs in the passing game. And then it's like, you know, a lackluster Derek Carr. Yeah. <laughs> For fantasy, at least. Well, I mean, it. I think no matter what, we just – we have to be uh, in tune with the schemes of these teams. And, like, we Ooh. one of the reasons why we really liked Josh Jacobs last year – well, one, because of how low he was going because everyone was hating yeah. on him. Oh, they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. His career just must be done, including this year. You know, but they're fucking, it's a running scheme, you know, and that's, we got to pay attention to that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, this goes back. Guys in that Josh McDaniel system, like, you know, Damian Harris routinely double-digit rushing touchdowns, going back to LeGarrette Blunt, which was like an extreme version of it, right? Where he, yeah, like damn near 18 or something like that. And Mm -hmm. he only had about 500, 600 yards rushing, but it was just, you know what I mean? Anytime you got like, give the ball. Right and and Jacobs is like the ultimate version of that, and especially especially now with with Jimmy, bro. We're like, here's one thing that that stayed true with Tom Brady because Tom Brady continued this in Tampa. It was where he's gonna be at the top of the league at targeting running backs on early downs. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's the Josh McDaniels thing. You know what I'm saying? And Tom Brady <laughs> just took that with him. And yeah, we're gonna do that in like Jimmy. seconds, right? Yeah, that, and Jimmy got that same, you know, he got that same quick release. You know, maybe not exactly like Tom Brady, but I mean, bro, it's you, there's there's not a shortage of videos on YouTube where they do the side by side comparisons of, of Brady and uh, Jimmy. Uh huh. Yeah, from the cadences, the Green Eighteen, like he does every. He, he grew up shadowing Brady. You know what I mean? So. This is the closest you can get to it, right? If you're Josh McDaniels, because I feel like all the New England Belichick disciples, all they do is try to do New England elsewhere. Right. Right? Like, how New England is that? Where you're like, yeah, Devontae Adams just led the league in passing touchdowns or receiving touchdowns. And you're like, we're going to tweak the scheme a little bit. Oh, really? So you think I'm going to get more? No, no, no. Way less. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... You know, if he changed, if they didn't like the direction of the offense, it's obviously not going in his direction, right? As far as Devontae Adams concerned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I brought this up a couple times in this past week, but it's funny how Devontae Adams getting Jimmy hurts Devontae Adams, but now Jimmy going to the Raiders and getting Devontae and helps Jimmy for fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm really curious to see like just what the Raiders do in general. We know they're gonna be running it a lot. But uh hold on, hold on, hold on. It's coming to me. The Raiders, I know exactly what they're gonna do. They're gonna lose. <laughs> I'd be shocked if they came in uh, anything but last. In hold on division this year. They do have Jimmy now. <laughs> I think they're they're good for eight and nine. It's pretty Fuck. fucking good for a Raiders team, actually. Fuck no. I don't think so. I, I don't think they'll get eight wins, but that, that would be wild, though. I uh, think. All right. Six and 11. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm thinking, like, it's going to be between four and six, like, wins. And uh, let, let's break down the Raiders' schedule. How about I that? I mean, Jimmy's a fucking winner, bro. Where's yeah, Jimmy at? Jimmy's always played with good defenses, though. Not the exact opposite. Let him know, Jimmy. <laughs> what up, Austin? And uh, what up, Captain Joking? He said, uh, would you rather have JJ and Chubb or CMC and Garrett? Am I wrong? Joking. Garrett is going to be a top three with Rodgers. I, I just I don't see Rodgers throwing it enough to uh, to make Garrett a top three. I mean, if Rodgers throws his normal 520 to 530 times, right? Like, that's like, you know, and he has his same Rodgers efficiency that we, we all know and love. And, you know, 30% of that target market share goes to, to Garrett Wilson because that's what we're going to need, right? There's Last year, we had 21,000-yard receivers. For Garrett Wilson to be a top three, we need him to go over, like, 14. We need him, like, 14 to be, like, the threshold. 15-plus touchdown. 15-plus, so... It's got to be yeah. like those Adams years where he had fucking like a hundred targets and shit like me, that. Me personally, give me give me the Jefferson side, but I'm not mad at because I, I think people are like down on on Chubb. I'm not down on Chubb, me but neither. also I'm not mad at anyone who says, "Hey, I project Garrett Wilson to be this way," and and then you give me a healthy CMC all year. That's the winning side. I think that's just that I'm less risk avert. I'm less risk avert. I go with the Jefferson side. Well, and I'm just thinking from I always. I mean, if I'm making a trade, nine it's times out of ten, I want the one best player out of every single player who's being <coughs> back to me. I don't like it the other way around. So you're taking it the Jefferson, definitely the, the top player out of all four of these players. Yeah, and uh, I mean, if if you're in like you know, God forbid, you're in the standard league, it's probably the CMC side. You know what I mean? Because you're going to get the touchdown upside with the receiving yards and the rushing yards for for, for, for Christian McCaffrey. When, like, Chubb, you could pretty much pencil him in for zero targets. You know what I mean? Like, but but he's he's the Derrick Henry that – he's the Derrick Henry workload that we're looking for for Derrick Henry, though, right? Like, these Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb, those guys are – you lock them in for, like, 20-plus carries. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. And Captain Joking said, love in the stream. Make sure you like, make sure you subscribe, because we're always going live uh, for the uh, for the Wake and Bake. And uh, we're live multiple times a day talking fantasy football or some other stuff. Like tonight, we're going to be talking, uh, we're going to be breaking down Scream 6 for our Silver Screen Breakdown show. I definitely can't make it tonight. Okay, no worries. Yeah, I got the, ki- I got the kids and I got some folks coming through. No worries. So yeah, my girl, me. my girl's doing that PM shift thing. Okay, it'll be me and Nelly now who will be in the building. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I have to be honest. Jimmy is 
I know he's just played under a great system. Now his flaws will really show in that offense, and he can't make all the throws needed. Hey, but his facials, his facials doesn't have flaws. <laughs> so handsome. <clears throat> so here's their schedule. They start uh, right out the gate with the Broncos and the Bills. And then you got the Steelers and the Chargers. <laughs> the easiest game on their schedule, the Packers. Uh, I don't know, man. Then you got the Patriots. Uh, revenge narrative for both sides, right? And, and then the Bears. So I guess that's another one of their easy games. going to be the Packers. And he grew up – he's from Illinois, Jimmy. He grew up a Chicago Bears fan. He's undefeated against the Bears in his career. In Chicago? Just against Chicago, but I, he's only played Chicago once because last year when we played them, it was Fields. Okay, so. they're going. They're going to Chicago for that game. Okay, uh, end he of got October lined up. <laughs> end of October though, so I mean, I'm sure it's going to be cold and windy, but I know it's a couple how cool is Jimmy, man? He gets to the Raiders. He puts on the black suit. That kind of you know. This, you know, black is just, you know, it's just really, it's real badass, you know? And then he's like, you know, trying to take Devontae Adams hey, to the Bunny Ranch. And Adams is like, well, me and Derek used to go to Bible study. You know, fuck, fuck Derek. <laughs> Let's get some hoes. I'm Jimmy. You know, you ever see Jimmy? He throws some ugly ass picks. And you're like, he just threw it straight to the, to the defender, right? Because, you know, you ever heard of how quarterbacks will look off a of safety? See, Jimmy just looks right at them. Because he's so handsome, they get stunned. But the ones that don't get faith, they pick his ass off. You know what I mean? Oh, I read it, Derek. That's what he's commenting about right now. So here goes the uh, the second half of their schedule. You got the Lions and the Giants. <coughs> the Jets and the Dolphins. Then the Chiefs and the Vikings. And then the Chargers and the Chiefs again. And then the Colts. And then the Broncos. So I bet they split with the Broncos. Wow. I think they beat the shit out of the Colts. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, let, I, give them, I mean, give them the Colts. On, hey, I'm gonna give them one of the Chargers. I'm gonna give them split with the Chargers. How about that? Chargers will figure out a way to charger it up. They right. So, so much. that's two wins right there. Colts and the Chargers. Let's Fuck say it. that I, I split with the Broncos. I don't yeah. know. Actually, I, I don't, mm. I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. It's not split like with the Broncos. Broncos. Yeah, and then. Uh, I bet they get one out of the Packers and the Bears. I bet they don't get both of them, but I bet they get. Fuck yeah, I'll give I'll give Hans and Jimmy both of them. They give right. us five wins, <laughs> and then that's it. And then the Giants, maybe you know, maybe throw them in there six, but that's it. Like none of the other <laughs> games am I. Uh, I see six so, wins if, if they're they if, us, if they hit their ceiling. So if they're giving us under over five and a half, that thing's going under. Yeah, I'd do that. I probably think they give us like six wins too. I think they make it easier for us. They'd be like under over six wins. Yeah, give us six and a half. I'll smash. You no, know, they might even want. They might even want up higher having Jimmy, bro. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like the public perception on Jimmy. I mean, because he's a fucking winner. Yeah, because maybe I, I mean I don't know, but let's say I mean if it starts off at five or five and a half. And so many people are doing the over. They're going to try to counterbalance that by raising it and trying to get more people to do the under. You know, we got to enjoy all you Raider fans that got blessed with handsome Jimmy. Enjoy it while it lasts. Because Tom Brady finna buy that team or a piece of it. And the first order of business is shipping off Jimmy. <laughs> he Opposite. hates Jimmy. 
office said Jimmy should go into male modeling. A lot less 300-pound men attack male models. <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. I, I think Jimmy's what up, just... What up, Chris B? Jimmy just knows he get a bag. He's like, listen, I make millions of dollars. Now I'm curious, though. So we did the uh, the Raiders. I'd like to see the Chiefs schedule. As uh, the reigning Super Bowl champion is always going to have a tough schedule. They start, I know they pop it off with the Lions. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, I, for fantasy, we got to love that game. Like, neither team is going to have, like, amazing defense. It should just be. They're not playing on a short week. They're actually having the most. It's the game that has the most rest of all the games. Yep. And then they got the week Jags. Game. Then they got the Jags the week after that. And then. Uh, the Bears and the Jets. Oh my God, they're smacking, bro! Like I'm, I'm when they're undefeated in September already, going into October. The Vikings and the Broncos smacking them both. Chargers and the Broncos, so they play the Broncos two times. Smack them again, and then Dolphins and Eagles, so they do got to play the Eagles again or play the Eagles in the regular Ooh, season. Hey, listen, they could they could lose both those games, bro. Yeah, those are gonna be big games. Both the games are in Kansas City. Okay, so I, I got them at uh, I got them uh, uh, perfect until those two games. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give them L's back to back right there. And then you got the Raiders and the Packers. Oh, we're back winning again. <laughs> and then you got the Bills and the Patriots. Oh, I'll, I'll give it to the Bills. Bills, Bill, the, the Bills got their number in the, in the regular season. They played about four times in the past couple of years. Smacked them every time. And then we got regular the, season. The Raiders on Christmas. Oh man! Hey, listen, I, all you Raider fans, bro, just start celebrating Kwanzaa now because they about to shut down and cancel Christmas on you, motherfuckers. <laughs> um, and then Week Seventeen versus the Bengals. That is gonna be fucking. Epic. Okay, I'll give them an L there. <laughs> and then, uh, then you got the Chargers in Week Eighteen. It sucks. We're not gonna get two weeks. Of uh, of Herbert and uh, Emma Holmes in fantasy. Um, yeah, and then I'll give that one to to the Chiefs. So I got them going fourteen and uh, is it thirteen and four or fourteen and three? Seventeen, 17 games. Yeah, I got them going 14, fourteen and three. Actually, fourteen and four, uh, thirteen and four, because I got them losing to the Bills. I got them losing to the Dolphins. And the, and, uh, and the Eagles. And then and the Bengals. And the Bengals, yeah. Which and notice that I have them losing to the complete the completely good built teams, right? Because in that in reality, the Chiefs aren't the best built team. Like no, I mean, like, the they don't have the best defense. They don't have, you know, they don't have like the outside yeah, of let's see what's uh what's the, the, the lineman who left. Let's see how much that makes a difference. Oh year. yeah, Orlando Brown leave, left, leaves and goes to the Bengals, which yeah. you know, which you know, I'm pretty sure you're not getting good odds on it. But I would put future bet on 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 Burrow being the MVP this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's, probably, he's definitely one of the favorites. But that's got to feel good. He's gonna have like he's gonna. I mean, Burrow with no time is amazing. You know, this goes back to college. Coming out of college, he had the highest passer rating under pressure. It was like 143 or something like that. It's insane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's Maje P Ryan value this year. Well, one of the things that I saw like on a sleeper update today is that Samaj P Ryan is going to have a very significant role in the offense. So 
I mean, I feel like every day that goes by, his uh, let me give you some names here. Value increases. I'll give you some names. We were actually talking about this last night on Stevie's show. Um, because Stevie, Stevie was he was uh, he he was saying something uh, uh, to the effect of of of, of P. Ryan being being one of the bad motherfuckers this year as as a value. Um, here, let me name some guys here for you. You got the likes of of uh, who's that little fucker? Um. Boston Scott, right? Uh, You're talking about old Sean Payton running back. Yeah, Boston Scott, uh, uh, Daryl, Darren Sproles, you know, uh, Reggie Bush. You know what I'm saying? All these guys were always there. Al- Al- Alvin Al- Kamara. Yeah, Alvin Kamara, obviously. You know what I mean? The, 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 you know what I mean? Because he was the he was the scat back to Mark Ingram. Yeah, I was gonna say there. These guys are always complimenting someone else. I mean. So no matter what, even if Javante is ready for week one, I'm, the, the the passing down work, the hurry up offense, you know, the third third down of uh, 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 packages, that's gonna be P Ryan, bro. You know what I mean? We're in a day and age <coughs> where pretty much what let's ninety to ninety five percent of NFL offenses can support two fantasy running backs for us, at mm-hmm. least have them flex worthy. And um, when you think of the Sean Payton offense, like in in its in its in its heyday. They're running a ton of plays. They're not clunky, yeah, slow, and, and methodical down the field. Like, okay, here's the opposite of that. Like Green Green Bay with Rodgers, right? They'll fucking run like a 15-play drive that'll take like eight minutes, nine minutes. You know what I mean? And it's just so – Because that's so, like doing comebacks and shit and like five-yard, six-yard catches, but just chunking for first downs, you know, every second yeah, play. Yeah, and moving hella slow. Meanwhile, like Sean Payne, they're always moving fast. They're always top five in, in total plays ran on offense with Breeze, at least. You know what I mean? And, like, I hate that we're going to have to have this comparison to Russell Wilson, to Breeze for Wilson. But it's like, yo, he's with Sean Payne. You know what I mean? Imagine, like, this Sean Payne being able to call some. Both short QBs. Mm-hmm, both short QBs. Um but but now Russell Wilson, he's, he still can uncork it. You know, Drew Brees couldn't uncork it down the field. So you saw guys like you, – you saw Sean Payton highlight his attributes, his, his strengths, like the short game. Then you see Michael Thomas break their single-season record for receptions, right? Like, because it was all short as fuck. Like, you're going to see a mixture of that and be able to go down the field with, you know, hopefully some of them, them patented rainbow in the bucket fucking – Russell Wilson passes. The rainbow rust passes. He fucking better because, uh, yeah, I've got a lot of rust this year because uh, of him going so late and just getting him as the value. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really, I mean, one of the things that I said going back to when he was with Seattle is like breaking his finger or whatever. Yeah. His finger didn't really go back to form like all the way. Like you could see it's just like a little bit, like even if it's 1% difference, does that turn him in from a superstar QB? With his precision to like just a normal, you know, QB. Like, I'm telling you, bro. Better bounce back this year. He fucking better bounce back. Some people. This is all subjective. Some people may think Sierra looks good. She's not my type personally, but I will say, she gotta have a bad box, bro. <laughs> I don't think the pussy's good, bro. When you're getting good pussy, you are walking tall. <laughs> You know, I've never seen Russell Wilson look so short. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's he was already a little guy compared, you know, for the league standards, right? 
But last year looked like he just is not getting any good box. You know what I mean? Her music sucks. I bet you he wakes up, she's playing it, and he's like, God damn, find that goddamn music. <laughs> and now he has to pretend. Like before he was actually a nice guy. Now he gets on camera, he's all fake. He's really angry. He can't lead a bitch because then now he'll be the Christian that had two divorces. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, he's you know what I mean? He's over here fathering features, features kid, which is which is the stand-up thing to do. But you know he's hella annoyed. He's like, How the fuck did I end up raising this guy's kid? And uh, Infinite said below is my current rookie draft results. So how do you think I did? Uh, 24th pick, Evans. 27th pick, <sighs> Sanders. 37th. Sanders? Yeah, linebacker. Love that. 37th pick, Tillman. And 49th pick, Boutte. Well, I guess I'm nervous about Boutte. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, uh, if he could be the might not even make the fucking team like i mean i don't know i just hate hearing shit like that i mean you gotta be like if his th there's a role that he would assume in that offense because it's gonna be bill o'brien you're gonna have a a, a, a a speedster remember i was like low-key on uh taekwon thornton as being one of those guys just to keep an eye on because someone's gonna play that will fuller role in that offense and will fuller was as god awful as he was, that role was useful in fantasy when he was healthy. You know what I mean? Like, I'm I'm curious to see. Like, that may, even it makes me excited for Mac Jones. But also, man, I just that, here's one thing about New England. Period. That you gotta think of. Whenever it's Bill Belichick, their scheme, whatever it may be, is going to be, uh, it's going to be scheme dependent on a week to week basis. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, this this corner we're about to play. You know, he gets got by speedsters. You know, Taekwon, you're you're heavy in the game plan this week. Or you know what I mean? Hey, yeah. they're really bad against press coverage. So Devontae Parker, you're gonna actually have this out of nowhere, out of the blue game. You know what I mean? Like they, it, that's what's annoying with New England the most is that. I mean, you you see that with uh, last year with Devontae Adams with Josh McDaniels over there. Right in the Raiders, there were some games where he just disappeared. He just wasn't part of the game plan because they were like, "All right, you're 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 gonna this week. You're taking away the best coverage." Yeah, and, and, while, and usually while he's already taken away two people. So it might have been two or three people. Three probably. You know what I mean? Like it was one of them, and it was in one of the playoff weeks where we needed the son of a bitch. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was pissed in one of those games. Remember when the uh, that's the one I'm talking. About. I think that was the, the Saints game. Yeah. So it might not have been the playoffs, but it was de definitely the game against the Saints. Yeah. Where the Saints, you know, they they upset them. <laughs> it was like, I guess you can't really say they upset them, right? Yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was an upset, you know what I mean? And they didn't throw it at, at Adams like worth the shit that game. And they because he just outright was they had to scheme him out. They were like probably like, okay, you're gonna be on Marshawn Lattimore and and uh, and uh, whatever safety they commit to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Crispy said, "I found out who hacked me in the twenty-one. Who hacked you and drafted all the drafted all those rookies for you? I did it." <laughs> <laughs> Crispy said, "Yeah, I know who did it. It was fucking with a Troji or whatever, whatever he was pulling on." <laughs> and then, like, with the fifty-eighth pick, which three should I target below is my best options. Uh, Tucker Craft, Jair Brown, Will McDonald, Eric Gray, uh, Dwayne McBride, 
was who's that? Jamie Robinson and then uh, Dorian Williams. You might even be able to get Jair Brown like off the waiver. You know what I mean? I don't think I don't know if you'd be able to get him off the waiver because I mean I mean in ours he's getting pulled up. I mean yeah, you're right, you're right. He was getting pulled up in like the fifth, sixth, or sixth, seventh round. So yeah, I guess just depends on how many rounds you have. But the guys here, Williams and Brown. Fuck, like all these other guys, like I don't even, <laughs> I, I'm not even like trying to target any of those other guys. Yeah, I'll probably just pull, I ain't gonna lie, I'll probably just, I'm a Niner fan, I'll probably just pull it, Brown. Because <laughs> like, he had, he's gonna walk on and have a role, you know what I mean? They, when you, you know, down, they had three third round picks, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, in Niner country over here, John Lynch was talking about, you know, that was one of the, him and that kicker, those were the two that were like set on getting, you know what I mean? And uh, I mean, the, I, I like Dorian because they got rid of. Uh, I mean, he's with Buffalo. They got rid of uh, um, Tremaine Edmonds over there. Like, who knows what's up with AJ Klein's old ass and uh, Matt Milano's. Getting I mean, AJ Klein, they let him go last year twice and brought him back twice. You know what I mean? Like, he's just a. You know, they needed a body. You know what I mean? But they're letting him go every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, go ahead. Jarvis said, if I was a financial advisor, I'd advise Jimmy to open a sports bar similar to Hooters, but with male servers and call him net. <laughs> the mascot could be a squirrel with some big ass uh, balls eating acorns. <laughs> See, that's fucking brilliant. You know how cracking it would be with all these bitches. Men aren't even allowed. How about that? Men aren't even allowed to be there as customers. You know what I mean? <laughs> It's just oh, Jimmy man. and all the women. I'm saying, come on. You got to call it Jimmy's nuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it's going to be cracking at Jimmy's nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> come bust it. Come bust one at Jimmy's nuts. <laughs> hey, okay, look at this. Uh, Jimmy, for real, though. Like, this dude, <laughs> he's made for Vegas, bro. <laughs> Like I think it's the most we'll see Jimmy because they got the eye in the sky everywhere. Because you know, in, in the Bay Area, he was very elusive. You might see him at like shopping, like at Santana Row or something like that. Like you know, because he has been, he's been seen everywhere, but you never like see him out on dates like that. You know, what I mean, maybe maybe also ever ever since I seen with that porn star, he was like, I gotta be on the low more. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, if you're a local though, you're not really going to the casinos that often. I mean, like, I would say. That I mean, there's 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 some players they. Just straight up live in one of those casinos. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> that'd be the way to do it. Especially the players that aren't under contract and shit. You know what I mean? They might just have that'd a be I mean, way to do it. Yeah, right? I'm like, yeah, fuck, yeah. I stay in a telly, bro. Let's get the penthouse. Yeah. Right? Get the big one, bro. It ain't nothing like if you're, I mean, I can see Jimmy doing that. Jimmy's that guy at Caesars or something, or like, he's at the win. Hey, Jimmy's at Caesars, and he wears the actual toga. <laughs> it's just it's just his bed sheet from my yeah you know, she came from fornicating <laughs> you know what I mean? you, you knew he just came from fucking <laughs> oh, he's jimmy and derek said jimmy's ass bogey stop the cap <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey bro <laughs> jimmy, jimmy been the same amount of super bowls as jalen hurts <laughs> You know what, <laughs> Jimmy asked. <laughs> She's a hell of a guy. 
All right. Well, this is uh, I, I just picked in the uh, in the how high division. And, oh shit! Uh, You're on the clock too in 21, I think. Oh, I thought I picked. Uh, did it? Was it? Oh, did you pick? You might have picked on the show. Then I missed it or something. Yeah, it's Big Tons who's on right now. It was the 22. That I was oh, on. 22 that you're on. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I did. Who, who'd you grab? Uh, so I got I got into Kobe Dean in the 16th round because you're not in this one. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah, 16th. That's how you know I'm not in there. That's 12th round come around. I'm like, all right. Kobe Dean watch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I got uh, I got Frankie Louvu, Bobby Wagner, and Kobe Dean as uh, my top three IDPs, and I picked him in the 14th, 15th, 16th round. Uh, this is the best, this is the best ball. Best ball. <laughs> Not mad. And Anthony said, yeah, about to win another fucking Super Bowl because of y'all. Smash the like button for your boy. Let's get it. And uh, Infinite, you got to get into some of these uh, these best ball uh, divisions with us. It's 10 bucks a team, 12 teams per division, and it's offense and IDP. No one else is doing, like, best ball tournaments, like, with IDP in the mix. We got 10 offensive starters. Five IDP players and all just IDP flex. We made it that way just for people who may have never played IDP before. Kind of lean them, uh, ease them into it a little bit. And then uh, we got 15 bench spots, so 30 rounds of madness. You know what's crazy is I started to realize how much Russell Wilson, like low-key, is one of those guys I planted my flag on early on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't necessarily like it that much. You know, yeah, I mean, it was like, it's because it's, it's value based, right? Yeah, it's value based, but it's like, and, and I'm also looking at like he's being drafted. He's being I think they'll run through the air more. You know what I mean? Than 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 they would on the ground because because of the Javante injury. You know what I mean? He's he's being drafted closer to QB twenty than he is to QB ten more often than not. And I just need him to be like you know QB ten through twelve. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like to be the be the back end QB one that that uh I think you could be. Plus, I mean like what is this? I mean, I, I think what is this highest finish ever? He's ever he's had a top five finish before. That was a long fucking time ago though. Yeah, for sure. Cause uh yeah, I mean he was living in the top ten for a while. Yeah, but a top five finish though, right? And then he had oh, that, yeah, that- I mean, probably not too many top fives, but I remember the was it like 2017 or 16? One of those years. I yeah, that was the one. He he was a top five finisher because yeah. he had the rushing too, but he had like the 40 combined touchdowns. That's what it was. Yeah, like 40 total touchdowns or some shit. Like Jarvis that. said like Mexican restaurants give you free chips and salsa. Each table will be, will be greeted with a basket of warm mixed nuts and dried berries. Server's uniform would be black and silver uh, speedos or bicycle shorts. <laughs> Fucking Jimmy just, and then Jimmy he shows because no one's no one's no one's out doing Jimmy right, so Jimmy's the only one he comes out straight banana hammock. <laughs> you know I mean, yellow a yellow one too. You know I mean, he's eating a banana. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he's like, hey, sir, uh, there's a disturbance at the front. Who's who's out there? He's like, Deshaun, tell me, tell him, tell him for the last time, we he ain't allowed in here. <laughs> Tell Deshaun he ain't allowed in Jimmy's nuts. <laughs> Tell him don't you don't you come here near Jimmy's nuts. 
Banks a lot in the house. What up? What up? <laughs> what up? Banks a lot. Hey, Banks oh, a lot. He's a Raider. Yeah, I bet you he loves Jimmy. It's so funny because Raiders instinctively hate Niners, and we hate y'all back, right? But like, and so they always hated on Jimmy, bro. What you gonna say now? <laughs> and Derek said, "Why Watson can't have fun too?" <laughs> because men aren't allowed in, in Jimmy's. Life, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's only a, only, ma- only male. I mean, I guess I guess Watson he can get a job there. <laughs> <laughs> we know he already has. Uh, we know we know we know he he'd just be rocking the towel, right? That's what he'd be rocking <laughs> for real. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> oh man, and that would be his shtick. He would just come up to the table, put his leg, put his leg up on the fucking uh, on oh. the stool. Hello, ladies. <laughs> Derek said free massages, <laughs> massages even <laughs> the sensual massage, the sensual massage. <laughs> you know what I mean. Banks and I said, nah, fuck Jimmy McDaniel's sister. <laughs> they said, but he's still a little bitch. <laughs> Stay <Stage> crew. <laughs> oh, man. I love Jimmy for the Raiders. Because Jimmy, you know what Jimmy is? <laughs> Jimmy's heartache. He's a heartthrob that'll bring you heartache. Yeah. You know what I mean? <sighs> Fucking Jimmy. <laughs> hey, Jimmy's the type. Hey, Jimmy's the type. He like he gets his nut off and then and then and then he just leaves. Sorry, baby. I gotta, gotta go play football. <laughs> he he blew balls these bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> there you go. Jarvis said every menu item would be themed after uh, <laughs> after phallic shaped foods. <laughs> yeah, like, all kind of hot dogs and sausages and. He said the house specialties would be cucumber and carrot salad, bananas foster, <laughs> Rocky Mountain oysters, <laughs> carrot cake, and the world-famous sausage bar. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, instead of bread rolls, they just got buns. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> it's like two buns that are just stuck together side by side. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every, everything's perverted at Jimmy's. <laughs> no, maybe not perverted. Because then it'd be Watson's, right? <laughs> this is not Watson's nut house. How how versed are you in step by step? Uh hit, hit me. Hit me was what, what we what we got. Not trivia, but do you remember oh, the okay. episode where um it was pretty much like exactly what they're talking about, right? <laughs> right now, um, with uh like having like male male yeah, servers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it was fucking uh JT and and and, 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 and Barky's man, right? Yeah, and Rich, yeah. Rich. <laughs> and uh that little like, pudgy bastard was funny. It wasn't only for, for males because they had they had women there too, but it was like all the guys were like pinching their asses and like got to get away with like pretty much whatever. Whatever they wanted. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, but then it was like it was happening to uh, to Rich and uh, and JT, and they started getting all offended because uh, hey, I'm not a piece of meat because of the old ladies <laughs> that I mean, were uh, that were fucking. I told with. I told y'all fucking back in the days. Shout out to my man Big Big Banco Franco. You know, what I'm saying we was hella young, 
and he bought it. He his brother had like a his brother had a restaurant and it had a full bar and they used to have like throw little club events. And so he bought the club off his brother. So here we are. Like he's like not he's probably like 20 years old. No, he's probably like 22 at the time. And I'm 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 barely 21, bro. And he owns a club. So then, like, you know, at one point it's like, you know, you start figuring out different ways to make money at the club. And he goes, okay, he goes, hey, bro. He's like, hey, we're gonna be some gigolos. I said, word, what are you talking about? He's like, nah, bro, we can do some male stripper nights, bro. I'm like, word? He's like, yeah. He's like, it's big ass bank. Cause you know what I'm saying? The bachelorette parties and all the shit, bro. Even just when it became like a weekly thing, then, you know, and like the low, it, it was in a, it was a, it was in a place called Gilroy. It's like the South of San Jose, right? And Gilroy's kind of like, it's like, you know, still far, it's like farm lands. So this club's like in the middle of nowhere, but all the locals, like the local cougars, they started to come out every week. And then we had the homie, he was yoked up. So I remember it was funny because when we first thought about this, we, he was the first dude that we both thought of and laughed. Cause like, cause this fool, you know what I'm saying? He ain't got no girl. You know what I'm saying? He's just a fucking, and he's kind of an ugly dude, but he's a gym rat. He's hella yoked, you know what I mean? Uh -huh. Like, bro, you just, we're, we're gonna pimp your ass. <laughs> so he would go out there and make stupid loot. <laughs> and he was fucking on them too. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? And we'd yeah. be laughing, bro. I, you know, I'm not out there watching the show, you know what I'm saying? But we were laughing after when he tells the stories, bro. Like, damn. <laughs> like, he basically be getting, getting, getting BJ just standing on the stage, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Crazy. Women are crazier than men, bro. Like, <laughs> Office Depot said, make that money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, look. <laughs> and, like, it was a, it was a, a, it was a taqueria. So, it was like, during the day. So, like, you know, at night, you, you had the motherfucking, uh, it was a Tuesday night, too. You know what I mean? It was a little, a little busted, a little ghetto Chippendales. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, shit, when you got a space, you got to, you got to figure out how we're going to melt the fuck out of this space. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know what's funny is like like if we were trying to do something where it was like we're oh we, okay we got some women strippers or something you know what I mean that shit is not going down you know what I mean right that's just getting like you know yeah. what I mean yeah motherfuckers is you know that shit that that shit will get way out of hand bro you get a bunch of brothers and, and fucking like see that was one of them, that that would be have to be one of them deals even then uh, when we when we had security they're usually uh, off duty officers you know what I mean. Cause those motherfuckers is all cricket. You just pay them. You know what I mean? Like, hey, and they'll come up wearing their suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause you just need that look there. You know what I mean? If right. you don't have that, you can't do stuff like that. Right. All the imagine that you have some, some women strippers and yeah, all kind of d boys come through and motherfuckers got guns and shit and you know yeah. what I mean? People yeah. are throwing money now. People trying to rob somebody and you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> hey, we're in the middle of nowhere. We're in the hood. We're in the hood where it's like. Like, see, that was what's crazy that we're we're in the middle uh, uh, of the Gilroy Hood. It's like it's like straight farmlands and shit, bro. Uh -huh. So like, when people came there, like we throw shows there. So like, we threw a uh, we, we threw a show. It was like it was like the Jacka and Yuck, you know, Yuck Mouth, right? So it's like, and when the Jacka comes through, he rolls hella deep. You know what I mean? And the same thing with Yuck. So it's like you know what I mean? So it's like it was a sick ass show, but they were out there hella deep. Yeah, you know what I mean, and like you know they they like um. How much, were, they, how much were those guys charging for an appearance? It was twelve hundred for the Jack. You know what I mean to do a seven minute set. You know what I mean, and I think it was like two bands for uh, for Yuck, but he he only did like fifteen minute sets. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, because you know they got. You know what's really dope when you when you see any artist, any real artist, they got a real compact set. You know what I mean? Just down packed. 
Yeah. You know I mean, with the crowd control pauses and it, like when you see when you, you've seen what's his name uh, uh, Devin the dude on a number of times, right? Yeah. Tell me every time you saw him, he had his set down pat. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was From never like, short, but yeah. It was never short. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, the, the, because the headliners, you know, that's why you're leaving. Yeah, to do a 15 minute. That's the headlining at a club. You know what I mean? Like club. Yeah. Motherfuckers in a club would do like seven minutes, and in that seven minutes, I'm probably gonna do like four snippets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Have some explosions yeah. in there with my, with my, with my DJ. Yeah, and it's usually just like one verse from a couple songs, right? Yeah, maybe like and you know, whatever fucking song we have popping. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're not known, <laughs> like big, if you're not a known name and you're in the club, motherfuckers just don't give a fuck. Right. You, come on, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but like, but that's what that was what was fun about doing those local shows growing up, because it's like you know you're bringing out your crowd. So like you, they do know your shit, you know what I mean? Like the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it feel, for for one moment you feel like you're somebody, you know what I mean? Even though you know you 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 made sure you know you had like 50 of your own people in attendance, you know what I mean? Like right. That's why it was funny. Like when we used to like uh, 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 go to the little rap battles, and then somebody you can be the dopest MC for real, but like if you don't have the crowd with you. You know what I mean? And most motherfuckers would bring their crowd. So they just, oh, after every line. Yeah. Like like Eminem, it's like in eight mile, imagine that. Those, those bars weren't those bars weren't tight. Yeah. <laughs> I am white. I am a fucking bomb. Oh yeah, got you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so stupid. That's fucking funny. <laughs> Crispy said, how many more dynasties are you doing this year? So the number 23 is about to start. Man, it's like there's so many people that I see posting, like, where's the dynasty league? Like, I almost want to open up one more. Like, uh, but still debating, still debating on that. And Randall, what up, bro? He said, you guys ever join a dynasty league, uh, dynasty first year league, uh, do a win now draft and sell the team? Um... I guess no, I've never done that. I've never done that. Hey, I, I want to send a PSA. Don't let any people like that join your leagues, y'all. <laughs> Try your best of your ability to scout these motherfuckers and don't find those guys. <laughs> but no, ne never done that necessarily. That, I mean, that went... Was that the Texican? Yeah. He bought up everything. He didn't sell everything. Oh, are you talking about sell the team, like sell the team to someone else? He's talking about he's talking about draft a win now team. So like basically draft all these fucking veterans, like just guys that you know probably have like a year or less, or a year, I mean, two years or less is probably what he's what I think he means. And then like then sell the team off. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, I mean, and by you... selling off, I mean if, if he means selling, selling it off, to another manager, not selling the player. Yeah, off. that's what I think he means. Not like, oh, then I sell all my players. Like, I don't know. I mean, because then I don't mind that. Those guys are fun. Join my league if you're like that, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because then, you know, you, the, you, people like that, they fail to realize that, like, yeah, okay, I'm going to yeah. sell these players. So you ain't going to sell them for much. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, I've never done that, but I've heard some people doing it. Well, we had someone specifically in a league yeah. do that. Yeah, his name was a Texican. Traded away all the future picks. He tried to buy, you know, he built a super top heavy team. And he went to the Super Bowl and lost. Yeah. He almost bought his championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
And like, and what's funny about this guy, his name's the Texican, right? And him specifically, because I told his ass, I said, because first of all, I, I bumped heads with this guy because like he had made a trade with me. And then like an hour later, I was like, oh, uh, that was an accident. And I was like, oh, okay. yeah. And then so I just let it. I, and then he goes on to make like other trades with other people and rape them and then like gloat about it. Yeah. And then like, and then t- continue to tell me to like stop crying about my, you know, my reverse trade. And then yeah. like, I was like, all right, when you, I said, when you don't win it this year, I guarantee you're not coming back. <laughs> because every, I said, I, I diagnosed that. I said, everything you're doing shows me that you're trying to do anything as possible to win now, and as you should, but you don't care about this team and the future of it. Because you, you know what I'm saying? I, and it, that was based on all his moves. Trade away all his picks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like in the draft. Every single one of them. <laughs> every single one of them. Like in the draft, he found a dumbass, locked in on him. Shout out to Timmy. You know what I mean? And like, you know, Timmy went on for the next for the rest of the season and up till now rebuilding this team because he let the Texan take like, you know, was there five out of his first 10 picks, which was very detrimental to anybody. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a startup, you don't. Yeah. And we'll come across a couple random people like that, but those are pretty few and far between in, uh, in our leagues uh, that we do our dynasties. Cause no, I mean the dynasties that I start, yeah, I mean, the goal is to keep them going for shit 10 years plus, you know? Like, who knows fucking how long. I mean, time flies, as they say, right? And look, yeah. we're going into year three and in, in, in a bunch of these joints. You know what I mean? Like, the first wave of them, right? The first yeah. uh, seven? Nine. Nine are going into year three. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm in one, two, and seven out of those first nine. Yeah, and then, uh, yep, all the ones that started last year, we're going into year two. That's 10 through 17, or 10 through 16. And yep, I'm in, I'm in 11. This is when I started turning it up last year. So I, I, I jumped in 11, jumped in 13, 14, exactly. 16. Then I'm in everything now, pretty much. 18, yeah, and, then 20, and then we got 17 to, to 23 as of right now. And you're in every one except for 17, right? Yeah. That's right. Because I jumped off from 18 and up. Well, because 17 was for the people that have never joined any. Remember? It was, remember? Yeah. It's for all the people. <laughs> they may have been around in the community for years, but they've never actually been in one of the dynasties before. So it was all beginners and then us. <laughs> Good luck, everybody in there. <laughs> that one's fun. It's gonna be real interesting. It's gonna be real interesting. I mean, I mean, right? We only listen. It's all about having fun, bro. And you know what's fun? Winning. The most fun. I used to tell that to my daughter, my oldest daughter, when I was a young parent, and it was it was just uh, she was the only one we had at the time. And you know, since she's going to fucking a uh, little, little little daycare thing. And it's like, you know, uh, my sister used to work there. And, it, you know, it was a daycare, but they, they teach, you know, it's kind of like a preschool or whatnot. And I remember she's like, and we were playing a game. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, you win. And she's like, oh, no. She's like, it, they say no one, it, it's not about winning. And I, was, I was mortified. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me get this straight. You got to get this clear. It's all about winning. <laughs> <laughs> it, you're not breeding no kind of savage 
that motherfucker, if you, they talking about, we don't need a score and we don't need a win, bro. Fuck that. Yeah. We yeah. have, is, we, bro, win, winning and losing is legit to me, kill or be killed. Like, that's how, it's, it's a metaphor for life. It's, it's, I don't like how they try to take that aspect out of that generation. Yeah. Like, uh, I remember, um, it was my, when I first noticed it, my, my one of my boys, shout out to my man, A1, he was the first one out of all of us to have a kid that I knew, right? It was only a couple years before me, but 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 I just remember like his son was in flag football, and they weren't keeping score, bro. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, that's wild. I was like, "Why you even pay for this shit?" He's like, "Well, we still, you know, we still take them out for pizza." And I said, "And then and then we then they lose, right? You know, because I'm keeping a score, and they still went out for pizza." I'm like, "Yo, that's a little confusing." <laughs> you just saying you're supposed to say no pizza for you <laughs> you feel me make them yearn for that pizza you know what I'm saying I look fuck that shit next week I'm about to I'm about to score a touchdown I'm about to do I'm about to do a dance where I'm, I'm like I'm slicing the pizza and eating it <laughs> <laughs> that's a touchdown celebration because he knew watch bro we're at that pizza today you know what I mean otherwise it'd be like uh, the defender just run. I mean, a receiver run right by him. Well, what happened? Where did he even grab his flag? <laughs> We're gonna have pizza anyway, <laughs> <laughs> right? Fuck that shit. Slap that pizza right out there. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you are That's talking really about like five and six year old kids though, too, right? Five, six, seven. Yeah, like... killer instinct. That's what you can tell which kids got or not. Hey, my son. Every day, I know. Oh yeah, he's a savage. Like Mimi, hey Mimi, she's she's displayed it earlier than all of them. <laughs> this is funny. Zach said I joined the seven, not knowing shit, and he said the only way to do it just jump in. And Crispy said I'm in several dynasty leagues, and I still don't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, man, this shit is my, the only format I want to play in for real. Yeah, that's why we just gotta keep doing more. I think because like like to play for me, playing dynasty is like the truest like version of like fantasy, where it's like, all right, I'm a GM. I call you, you're a GM. You know what I mean? Let's make a deal. Like, you know what I mean? That shit is fun as a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like being you know, the psychic. I like I I've said this numerous times. I grew up loving poker. I grew up loving pro wrestling, poker, and then fantasy football in that order. And and like it's all roll all of those. I don't have to play poker anymore these days, goes because of this was a terrible vice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. But, and then and then and then um, the the pro wrestling. I don't even fuck with pro wrestling like that. But it has all those elements in fantasy football. That's why I like it. Oh yeah. I mean, we in the off season right now. You know what I'm saying? It's going down. We're about to start another draft tomorrow, and then uh, which one's that? That's that's another another uh, best ball. No, no, no. The number twenty three dynasty. Oh, okay. Yeah. So there was really one person who I was waiting on for a payment because he's someone who is like brand new, and uh, which is why I make everyone sign up and join the crew because if you're just gonna flake, at least uh, you paid a couple bucks for me uh, for wasting time. And uh, yeah, so he just bailed. But um, I made one post in Patreon, and we got it filled up. So Brian's in that one. Brian Turner, the one who's in uh, 11 with us. Brian, hey. 
Yeah, so he didn't get any didn't get any in any dynasties, I don't think, with us uh this year. And then um, until now. I'm telling you, dog, like this is what that's why like people keep coming by signing up for new for more. Like, you know, I, I, I like how we have like um you know the crispies of the world and the Derricks and you know what I mean like uh, you know songs our our core group of guys you know Edward and hell of them you know what I mean yeah because it's like I'm I'm competing with these guys you know what I mean on a year to year basis and then when you know you got to know your enemies you know what I mean <laughs> I'm just saying like it's war right oh so, yeah and, but also because like you get to build relationships with your like I I got trade relationships with everybody you know what I mean. Yeah. Listen, they know if they want some action, they can. When they're looking on my list, I'm probably on that list. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'll, I'll give people the time of day too, especially the new people. Because sometimes, you know, you know what's so crazy about new people? Here's a word of advice, y'all. If you're in a, if you're in one of these leagues, and then you see somebody adopt a team, yo, start sending that person offers because everyone will. And the first person, the first thing that most of these people do is they go look at a team and go, "I'm gonna build it in my likeness." Yeah. Right. Yeah. Tell me people, nine times out of 10 people do that. Yeah. They pick up the team and they start moving things. Like they, they might even have a good player. Like, oh, I have Dak Prescott, but I hate Dak. Let's go move him. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no apparent reason. Like, I, I, and I see, I say Dak specifically because I see that all the time with Dak. <laughs> Somebody adopts the team, they're like, I hate Dak. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be right there. Like, I'll take him. It's true though. It is, yeah. <laughs> That's why it's funny. Like Dak, Dak specifically. I'm like, yo, Dak goes hard in fantasy. Oh, here we go. Back on the clock in the 22. Ooh. Oh, we're coming all the way back down that way. Because I mean, well, me and Kid have traded. Um, oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're still going from left to right. Yeah, I got doubled up picks in this one, and uh, I chose Kenny Gainwell. I'm not mad at it. In the round before. I bro, I, I was so mad last night. We were on the show. Um, and I was like, come on, song, make the pick. I'm just waiting for song because I'm like and you know I'm taking Jamal Williams also. Let's lock in another running back. Damn. And then Damian Harris and Leonard Fournette right went in between. I didn't see that until now, but damn. But yeah. I like the I I, I low-key, I like Damian Harris. I mean, as much as you could like a Buffalo running back, right? Yeah. But like, he's he'll probably be the touchdown maker. Yeah, I mean, if you provide to choose one, and then, then Cook, Cooks probably get like Cooks will probably be a guy that could like could be a sneaky uh, flex play like for PPR purposes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe Fuck Chris, but he said, "Where's my participation?" <laughs> hey. I'll try to get these chippers, B. <laughs> it felt good to finally win one of them things last year. Uh, a, a hustle league. Because it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's a difficult league to win. And that's why I think that's why it's my, fa- my favorite structure. You know what I mean? Because it's like, bro, we're going to fucking war. Yeah. You got you to gotta be, be ill on both sides of that fucking rock. And there's not too many that uh, – I, I... I got. I could go and look, but uh, yeah, there aren't too many back-to-back champs in any of these either. You got one, right? Uh, no, because I didn't. Oh, I think one of them would have been back-to-back, I, right? I, like, won, I, 
no, I won. No, I won different Wait. ones. Uh, I, I won different ones than I won last year. And nice. then the, uh, yeah, the fucking, the number 10, that was the one that I was like one point away from winning uh, in the game. Like that was one of the new ones though, too. Um, what's the called it? Bro, I can't wait till, I can't wait till, uh, I mean, till, uh, till July. I'm telling you, see, I don't mind telling people this because this it's real and I like, I want to be in leagues like that. So I don't, I'll tell people, this July comes around, that's the time to make trades. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because you just pay attention to every fucking blurb. You know, look, look at this. Here's a perfect example. Last July, the blurbs were, oh, my God, Allen Robinson, he looks phenomenal in training camp. Yeah. And me, me and you, we're, now we're, we're firing up doing, uh, I think, three days a week at that point. Uh-huh. Because we weren't doing a date. Remember, we took we were doing like the two days a week or whatever. Yeah. Uh, in the off season. Yeah. And I remember I was on that motherfucker and I said, I'm gonna get Cooper Cup everywhere right now. Watch this. <laughs> because people will read that and then they reacted to it. So it's like it, it was just roll the dice. Let's go see if that Cooper Cup owner will react to this. And yeah. I'll just overpay him on paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. And boom, all of a sudden I had Cooper Cup everywhere. And ironically, that's what kind of fucked me in a lot of them. You know what I mean? Like, where I, like my, my second half was, you know, week 10, like, I don't have them no more in all those leagues, right? So, yeah. And I was, I, and I was plugging in the scrotum, you know what I mean? Scrotum, Ben Scrotonick. I was putting guys like him in there because I was just. You and see, uh, that's also, and you were, you were there to remind me, hey, man, it's straight karma, man. You know what I mean? And uh, Zach, he said, dude from the seven won back to back. No, he didn't. He, uh, no, he, he lost it and then went. And, and you know what? Yeah, he, wasn't, he wasn't in the championship. I, oh, Jay Mactown didn't make it in the. You know, you know what sucks? He beat me in the playoffs, and it was a late swap, bro. The Rayshon Jenkins big game, bro. I played. And it was was fucked up. I, I was playing Rayshon everywhere. I had him. I just decided to switch him there, and I, it was for it was for Hufanga. You know what I mean? No, yeah. it was for Ryan Neal. That's what it was. Because I wasn't ever gonna not start Hufanga. And Ryan Neal and 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 Hugh Fanger, they played that Thursday night, yeah, in Seattle. This is Niners Niners uh, Seahawks. Yeah, and fuck him. What Neal put up dub, and I'm like, okay. And so did um, Hugh Fanger. Yeah, I think Hugh Fanger put up like a thirty burgers. I'm all off to a good start, but damn that fifties like fifty six points or whatever that Jenkins put up. And I, yeah, yeah, that was that cost me. You know what I mean? I'm still fucking pissed about the number seven because Jay Mactown beats me by like eight points in the, the semis. And then, um, man, and I, I would have beat Bernie Mac. That's who it would have been going up against. Man, my team just uh, just couldn't. So he beat me, then you, then Bernie Mac. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Jay Mactown. <laughs> yeah, and it was the uh, – I if I played I Greg – that guy. <laughs> if I played Greg Dortch over Osborne, I would have won. And it's hard to get away from Osborne. He just played Green Bay the week before that, right? Or, or no, was that the game against Green Bay? Yeah, I, th- I think Didn't, so. He had a big game. Yeah, it was. He had a big game in the championship week. But Dortch went, went, went off harder. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Jordan Poyer getting two points in the finals. That shit fucking sucked. He puts up 10 or 12 points. I think I win that game. I also. mean, but, but that's, the, that's, that's that infamous – uh sad tragic uh demar hamlin game 
Yeah, and uh, I put, uh, yeah, I could have, uh, if I would have played Brisker, no, 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 this is week 16, not 17. Okay. But yeah, oh, yeah, 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 you're right. So it was yeah. the Green Bay game. Yeah, so if I would have played Brisker over either one of my DBs, I played Duggar and Poyer, I would have, I also would have won. But yeah, so it like literally came down to that, to like just like one difference of like a player on offense or defense. And so I'm, I'm still pissed about that one. I think I got a brisker uh, p- uh, p- pitch you team in one of those, uh, the 18 or 19. It's pretty net. I feel pretty good about that. Don't got to worry about DBs for like at least a couple years or two years, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. D- I noticed that DBs, they, 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 they move, uh, they give, they, they don't make it to the second contract a lot of times, but reading recent history. Yeah. You know I mean? Corners do for sure. You know what I mean? Oh, we were just talking about this yesterday, huh? Yeah. Oh, uh, Zach. Well, maybe he, uh, I mean, I, I know he won some championships in, uh, in, tw- what was the first year we did it? 2021. But yeah, because yeah, he, 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 he he he's not really a graceful champion at all because he kept reminding us in the seven chat that year that he got knocked out in 2021. Mm-hmm. Well, I won the other one though, and then like, let's shut up. Everyone was getting on him. You remember that? Hey, <laughs> because he started shit with everybody, bro. That first year, yeah, it was like him and TD, and then like me and him, and then like then like me and, and then whoever he was fucking with the flash would be on the side like his little bit like a little, little side bitch like yeah just adding whoever he's getting on to what the fuck dude fuck this guy in a flash so like immediately like I, i've been you know i, I dubbed him with nicknames so jay Magtown, i call him fairy town anytime i i refer to him and he's from he's actually from katie uh, uh houston you know what i'm saying he's from katie that you know what i'm saying that you know they're they're hard over there, so you know what I mean. You know what I mean. He, maybe we might be bumping heads because we might be. I might get along with him in real life. You know what I mean. <laughs> he might be a grimy, and I, I I get along with grimies. But anyways, Fairy Town is what I call him. And then there's the Flash, who I refer to as the premature ejaculator. It's not a short nickname at all, and like he has me blocked, so it's hella funny because like when I talk shit about him, I gotta tell someone else to tell him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Tell that premature ejaculator. <laughs> and I wonder if he's smart enough to know or to get that joke right out the gate. Like, why the <laughs> fuck does he keep calling me that? Because <laughs> you're the Flash, bro. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see what's going on. Uh, I hope I didn't miss my window in the, in this league. But guy, having guys like Lenny Fournette and James Conner, as like guys who were like starters for me. I mean, well, that was your version of buying a, a chipper, right? Last year, right? It was like, uh, it, I mean, shit. I tried to buy the chip hella in that league too. No, I bought fucking Brady and Evans. That was, was twenty twenty one when that one happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. Because because yeah. you have them now is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. So not like, yeah, I tried. Yeah, like look at the same that same off season. I bought Brady and the Brady Evans stack. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then I get you know I gave up Mac Jones and like George Pickens and some something like that. It was like those were like the basis of it of the because I was like hell yeah, give me a fucking Brady Evans stack coming off of twenty twenty or twenty twenty one. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You feel me? Like yeah, I have. But I, I remember when because uh, you you spent one first round got both those guys. Right? Uh, and Kadarius Tony. And Kadarius Tony. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah, yeah, damn, it's crazy because we, yeah, we've been, we've been, we've been doing this for a minute now. <laughs> that was like what two years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my team's uh, it's not too shabby over here. I'd have to play a few more tight ends than I'd really like to play, but you know, when tight ends hit, they hit good though in this format. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like shit. Um, you know, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm putting guys in my starting lineup, just like moving guys who I would, at least as of right now, that I would have starting over the others. Just moving to Kobe Dean into my IDP flex. Feels pretty good. Feeling good about that. <laughs> I, I, it's funny in the seven, I tried to go see who had Dean, and was you like, uh, no offers will be sent. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no offers sent. Yeah, and let's see where even uh, where I got him in the draft last year. Let's see. The only uh, one of the places I, I drafted him in the sixteen last year, and it had to be like thirty something for me in the startup. At the three nine, I drafted Quay Walker at the three four, and then Dean at the three nine. Yeah, you got that three. You got that three four for me from the year prior. Remember that shit? Oh yeah, that was a good one. I got Christian Watson over here too at the one nine. He must be in my taxi. That's crazy. That's, That's funny if you just forgot you had him all year last year and missed any <laughs> games. <laughs> Cause it be like that, bro. There was one I forgot I had Justin Fields in my taxi. I was like, "Oh shit!" I missed like the first three games. I mean, shit. it was a single QB, but still, I was like, and I, I, I ended up making it to the chip in that league, and losing. Shit, that might have just been wrong info there, cause I don't, I don't have him over here. I was gonna say the TD team had him. Remember? Yeah, that's at the one nine. I think that was the I traded away. Yeah, I was gonna say the guy uh, who was it, um, our man Lee. Well, oh, I mean, it was it was TD who drafted Watson. Yeah, yeah. Lee so, that, okay, so that's what it is. It's if uh, if the team leaves or something like that. Yeah, chaotic was going through uh, a bunch of shit trying to figure out uh, trying to figure out different things with uh, if people leave, it doesn't show the draft pick trades or like shit like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, when they, whenever that's how you could tell it was an orphan team. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny in in League One. I'm so afraid of it going bad for me in that league, but like, this is going to be one of the funnest teams. Well, yeah, because you got to fully like rebuild with all those. Yeah, I got, yeah. I, got I got a defense that's ready to go to war. I got an offense that's ready to go to war, but it's so volatile because I'm going with five running backs. Man, uh, the. This one is uh, is awesome. This draft I'm looking last year, and in this at the six nine. Hold on, sixty nine, dudes. I picked Brisker, and then at the seven nine, I picked Dax Hill. Mm. Man, that's the nice. Dax is hella late, like value right there. And not playing Brisker, and that was <laughs> that was one of the things that fucked me up. Yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget though. That's why I, I smooth won't forget that Rashawn Jenkins. It's, it's funny because that that shit propelled me actually in in the other playoffs that I had him in. I'm like, well, obviously, right? Yeah, fucking fifty, the the, the highest scorer on the week. Yeah, and Victor said Amon Ra or Garrett. Amon Ra, I'll take Garrett. 
close. I, I kind of think they're in the same boat. Like, I, I mean, like, maybe you could tell me that Jared Goff, like, he ain't going anywhere. Maybe I'll believe it, but like, and then also, <laughs> but, but, you know, Jamison Williams, but when he, when he eventually plays, that, you know what I mean? And, you know, he, that's, a, that's a real thing. I mean, you know, you're going to have two guys uh, uh, um, that can't both have, you know, 25% target market shares. You know what I mean? I yeah. mean, St. Brown was like, I was getting like 30% of it, but he was like kind of the only game in town. You know what I mean? Derek, just watch, man. He said, why are you guys so hard up on this Nakobe Dean guy? What makes him so special? I mean, he's a tackling machine, but it's just it's the position that he's going into. Yeah, linebacker for the Eagles. They got Kaiser White last year on a one-year deal, and then they draft him in the third round. And he's you know he's playing behind Kaiser as a, as a rookie, so he doesn't get too much play. And then now they don't re-sign Kaiser; he goes into a starting role, and and then and and like. TJ Edwards is gone. Like it was just like he just has this massive opportunity. Yeah, and, you know what I mean. Like you know that's why we're big on Troy Anderson and we're big on Brian uh, Asamoa and fucking you know who else? Uh, just you know guys that are uh, you know it's maybe it's because I'm always, after after like seeing what Nick Bolton did last year as as a sophomore and like being able to get Nick Bolton everywhere in drafts last year. You know what I mean? Like, I'm hoping I can hit again like that. You know what I mean? Or all of us get hit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't – really, I mean, as as rookie linebackers, especially interior linebackers, like, I mean, look at guys like Logan Wilson. You know, I talked about him and guys like uh, Jordan Brooks. Yep. And uh, it's crazy because all that year – in that same year, it was like Kenneth Murray, Patrick Queen. Jordan Brooks, Logan Wilson, and like these were all guys that I really, really liked. And uh, <coughs> you just had to wait because you knew there there was guys in front of them. Well, but Ken Murray, I mean, he was. Uh, I I was. I didn't. Oh, yeah, like, Queen and Murray. They're yeah. They're they're first rounders, and they were they were they were set to start. But yeah. so was Jordan Brooks, and who wasn't set to start? Who was drafted like third out of all of them? Like uh, they all got drafted like twenty two <laughs> to twenty six, like somewhere. Like in that rain. So those Oh were yeah, like Jordan Brooks was the first rounder. That's right. Yeah, for sure. But he wasn't set to start like at all because you got KJ Wright and Bobby Wagner over there. So he barely played. Logan Wilson, I don't remember who the fuck he was behind, but he was behind someone who was uh, on the last year of their deal. But Logan Wilson was a third rounder that year. And so like these third rounders, like I mean, you really gotta show out if you start as a third rounder or like team really drafted for need there. Like a lot of these third round linebackers, they're drafting them because they really like them, but they got to create the space. And sometimes that takes a year to get the guy in front of them out of the way. That's why you see a lot of these veteran linebackers. They're only signing one to two year contracts. Like Bobby Wagner is like one of like the special guys who what he signed a four year deal with the Rams last year. And then they fucking get rid of him after one year. And it's because uh, you just want to keep getting younger at those positions. All right, let's do one more bowl and then we're going to get up out of here. And uh, so, yeah, Derek, just uh, just watch. It's like, um, what's that guy? Overshone or whatever. Like, he could be a beast for the uh, for the Cowboys, but it's probably not going to be, like, right away. Yeah, because then they, they retain LVE and then, like, you know, who, they, they, what other veterans they got over there? 
even last year they brought in Anthony Barr. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I mean, he's had, probably gonna Jabril Cox. You know what's funny? Yeah, I felt that way about Jabril Cox. Pause, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, like I was like, oh, this guy might be a guy, but then it's like, you know what I mean? Not they do have overshown at the uh uh overshown at the uh the Sam right now as, as a starter. So I mean, I'll you know, obviously these are just uh just preseason fucking uh, depth charts that we're looking at, but yeah, we just we want to be on the lookout for guys like that because this is the cheapest you're going to be able to get some of these guys. I mean, startup. I mean, Nicobe Dean. I you know he's gone a little bit higher. I'm talking about like some of the rookies. Like, I guess it's crazy that guys like um, Simpson and fucking uh, Sa- um, Sanders and Jack Campbell. Like, they're going. I mean, it's crazy how high they're going. Because uh, you're still gonna have, you, the likelihood is that you might have to wait on these guys, like, especially like Simpson, um, like Campbell. He probably he probably like maybe not. He's probably like a fifty percent snap die out the gate. I can say that. You know what I mean? Probably more. I probably. mean, I mean, Quay Walker. He actually there was no one there. He he had a role that he was walking into. You know what I mean? Yeah, same thing with Devin Lloyd. But Devin even Lloyd. then, you know, these guys are solid in their first year, but they're not like, you know, like fuck. Like I mean, those guys are in and out of my lineup. Like the I mean, Nick, year, like I mean, Nick Bolton, his rookie year, like when he, he, you knew it because he had seventy souls. Like, oh, this guy can go over a hundred. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like, he, you know, you just need the full time on the on the field. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you know, rookie his rookie year, it was like you know. It, it was a gradual thing until towards the end of the year that he was a full-time guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And office said, I'm digging the Phillies, uh, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah. Right. Like, what is it? Like four of their front seven or whatever is uh, from Georgia. Yeah. You got jo- Jordan Davis, fucking, um, Nicobe Dean, Carter, Carter. And who's the other guy that they got this year? Um, uh, is Nolan Smith, Georgia? Yeah. yeah. Nolan Smith. Yeah. There you go. Wow. Hey, see, that's why I fuck with Howie Roseman, bro. He just built like the next, they're, they're good. They're good up front for like the next five years on paper. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, look at, look at who they're, they're going to have on their way out. Like guys like Fletcher Cox, guys like fucking Brandon, uh, Graham. Brandon Graham, you know what I mean? Again, they got 10 years out of those guys, bro. Like, see, that's why if I fuck with Howie Roseman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, because I know there's probably some different people on than the beginning of the show. We're doing the silver screen breakdowns. It's going to be me and Nelly Nell, and we're going to be breaking down Scream 6. So if you have time, go watch that in advance. It's on Paramount Plus. So you can get a free trial on Paramount Plus and, uh, and go watch it. If you haven't seen number five, I suggest watching both. But um, I don't. You don't have to. You don't have to watch both. You learn a little bit about the. Well, you learn a lot about the characters in, uh, in number five. But they revisit everything. <coughs> but yeah, I can't wait to talk about this one because this one is uh, all the screams are epic and. Um, it's almost like uh, like with the new Chucky series or whatever, Cobra Kai, you know, where it's like these the people that are directing and writing for it, like you can Great tell that 
yeah, they're fans of the original stuff. And like, it definitely is that way with these two, um, with these two movies, because like one of the things that, I mean, the, you know, with these whodunit movies, it's always like, I mean, I don't even know like what it's called, but it's almost like the false finish in wrestling, you know, where you think one thing's about to happen and then they change it up. So like they do a really good job of painting different people into like, because, you know, we're always trying to guess, like, right out of the gate. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the more paranoid you feel about it, the, the, the more effective the writing is. You want to feel, you want on your edge and annoyed it out about who the fuck it is, you know what I mean? Exactly. And I think they do a good job <coughs> in both of them of, like, throwing the curveballs. Because, <laughs> yeah, number six is one of my favorites. Like, it's... uh it's jumped up there and it's brand new. Like uh, it's crazy. They came out with two of them uh, back to back. And so, I mean, coming out so quick, it's like they had to have had two or three of these written like already to come into like another, you know, the second trilogy for, uh, for screen. They gotta be, they gotta be coming out with, with another one it's not like the way they leave it off it's not like there's any cliffhangers or anything but you just already know the way i mean it's a franchise you know the whole uh, number six is about uh screams now a franchise you know it's not a sequel it's not a requel it's a franchise and the franchise is like that more important than any of the forever yeah Wow, that's why all, that's why nobody is off limits as far as dying. Even the main, even the the main characters or the legacy characters. You know, it used to make me mad as a kid when I was watching the early screens. I'm like, man, this, if, if this motherfucker is running around in the costume is not even fucking Halloween, bro. Like if it was Halloween, he'd be blending in. Yeah, you know I mean? number six it is it's Halloween in New York. See, that's what I'm talking about, B. <laughs> Damn, I'm supposed to watch this shit. It's also because I'm going to have people here, but you know what I mean? And I'm going to have the kids. It's going to be nuts. Yeah, for sure. But uh, that that is just, I mean, for anyone who likes Scream, I mean, you should definitely, definitely check it out. These are going to be ones that's always, uh, we've been uh, we've been trying to do at the end of the show. Is this a buy? Um, is this a rent? Or is this... Um, or would you just would you watch it on TV? You know, like is it good enough to actually add to your collection? Oh, okay. This I is like a, this is one that I, I'd be uh, I, I'm going to buy for the collection. So um, yeah, I gotta have all the screen movies. Tight. Yeah. All right. Last bowl, and uh, I gotta find where the the season uh, season two of Chucky is streaming because it was. Streaming on Peacock before. They don't, they don't got the USA. You, you know what's funny? It's my girl. So she, she was just going through all the recordings. And then yeah. last night she's like, where's all the checkies at? She's what the fuck? She, who erased the checkies? And then she found, oh, here it is. <laughs> okay. Uh, I was about to be annoyed too. Like, what? Because you know, it's all our recordings from her old joint. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she like, never, she never I, went I went to Walmart and I saw the DVD. That's how I knew. <laughs> That's how I knew about it. Yeah, I mean, the USA should have like an app, like a USA network app. You know what I mean? Probably do, but I don't have cable. You or, gotta or, or, and, and, and actually, they—they, they, I don't know who's uh, at the who originally shown it, 
but they both show is is sci-fi because I know USA owns sci-fi or, or vice versa or something like that. Yeah, you know, and I, I, uh, yeah, yeah, sci-fi app will have it. You know what I mean? I have the jailbroken Fire Stick. It's just like I mean, if it's not one of those apps like uh, like advertising it to me, I just didn't even know that it was there. But uh, today's Friday, so Power Book, uh, Power Book Two with Tariq. We got another episode. <laughs> One of the things that's dope now compared to uh, just before the apps existed, like right now, like um, pretty much as soon as we get off this show, we're about to watch it. And uh, it, you don't have to wait until like the show airs on like stars or whatever. Yeah. Like, as soon as it hits, I mean, shit, I think I might even be like 9, 9 p.m. West Coast time that uh, that you can watch it because it's like midnight for like uh, yeah. Eastern time. Yep. Yeah. Um, man, I remember they used to always throw stars in with the package. And like when, when we got into power, like they, they, they took the stars out of the package. We were like, fuck, we had to pay for stars. Because <laughs> it was like, I gotta have it. But then when we paid for it, it was sick because like uh, uh, you, you would get, uh, they would come out with it on demand and it would come out on Saturday night. You know what I mean? So right. like as soon as it turned midnight, so it was Sunday. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. And you know, but they didn't air it till like Sunday night, you know, prime time. But it was like it was sick, like hell yeah, you know what I mean? Because I, I couldn't wait, you know what I mean? Like exactly, hell good. They're already making his wing a week. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, when uh, it, it was down to like the final weeks, we were watching that shit on the phone, uh, just, just like we had no way of streaming it to a TV, like from the app, whatever, <laughs> wherever the fuck we were. <laughs> That's tight. Yeah. yeah. I have- Bake said the only movies I brought on Prime are How High, Elvis, and uh, and Top Gun for the misses. I like that. My mom, uh, my mom said <laughs> when I was a kid, they used to rent the Top Gun all the time. There's so many because that was my favorite movie. But I guess probably I was like four years old or something like that. Whenever uh-huh. it came out on VHS, but they had to rent it over and over, so they finally had to buy it and shit. <laughs> because I just watched Top Gun over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember any of that, but that it's funny when they tell you shit that you know what I mean. Because I have I have the greatest memory. My memory go back to like maybe like five years old. That's funny. All right, let's get up out of here. We'll be back for FNT in a couple hours, and then we got the silver screen breakdowns at uh, five West Coast time. We'll see you there. Peace. Peace. Defense on me. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz. All night, if they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans.